Welcome to episode 56 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis. And today I'm going to be all over the place, so bear with me. But I'm going to just kind of think of where I feel like voice is for my own self and the things that concern me and that excite me. As many of you know from previous episodes, I was recently named an Alexa champion. And then this week, uh, I was contacted by Bixby and asked to be part of the Bixby Premier Developer Program. In both situations, my immediate response to both companies was, are you sure? Are you sure that I am the type of person you want? I don't really consider myself a developer. And in, with both companies, the answer was yes. Yes, we want you. We feel like your content is very important and you're sharing great things with the world via your content about using voice in the educational arena. So that being said, ever since I attended Project Voice in January, my goal has been to get my podcast, Voice in Education, that you're listening to as a Bixby capsule and as a Google um, action. So uh, I've been working towards that slowly and actually have been coming up against some issues in both cases um, where I'm not really even sure if it's the problem with uh, the the action or the capsule are more a problem with my knowledge of what I can do with an RSS feed, which is what allows you to hear my latest episodes each week um, or any episode that you want to. And so immediately, I would say that I have been slogging along with trying to create um, a broader audience for my voice and education podcast. And I have to say that, you know, I felt like it gave value to teachers, but to be told by these other companies that yes, there's value in what you're doing shows me that they value the content. And it reminds me of Sarah Wilson, who is with Matchbox AI, who was also named an Alexa champion at the same time I was, and her awesome husband made a wrestling belt for her. And on it, it says, content is king. And I very much agree with that. It doesn't matter how good your developing skills are if you don't have content that people want to interact with. That being said, I also believe it doesn't matter how good your content is if your uh, developing skills are lacking. And I would think it's fair for me to say that I have lacking developing skills. Uh, And that being said, I am not sure how to go about um, fixing my issues because I don't seem to know the right places to go to get the information I need. And it's not by lack of trying, I can tell you that. I I spent um, time over the weekend really reaching out to different areas, trying to figure out how do I correct the problems that I'm seeing. And um, not really sure if I've got answers yet, but still moving forward. That being said, uh, it reminds me of the that this is all conversational design. And there are many colleges out there. There are many universities out there. There are many um, individuals out there that are creating opportunities for people to learn more about conversational design. For instance, there's a group called Voice Masters 
that have just started a spring semester of getting your business ready for voice and walking through those steps to help business owners understand what they need to do to join the voice paradigm. Kathy Pearl uh, recently wrote a book called Designing Voice User Interfaces, Principles uh, of Conversational Experiences. People are out there trying to help others understand conversational design. And I think that's really important. It is a design language based on human conversation where you're actually talking to a chatbot when you are interacting with these um, assistants. And so for me right now, I keep wondering, what does this mean for education? And um, where is the line between an educator being able to know what good, um, good resources, good content is, and being able to tell that to a developer or to develop that themselves. I feel like I'm muddling through that and I'm not muddling well, even with a little bit of help from friends. Um, that being said, what does that mean for students? Um, is it a place where students need to be speaking into this and creating and learning and falling forward and adjusting? Um, I do believe wholeheartedly that educators need to be talking about uh, this human conversation based on conversational design because I think our children are a niche of people that we really need to be careful what we develop for them. Um, specifically, just because you say this is a kid skill, a kid action, a kid capsule, I want to make sure that that content doesn't confuse a child because it seems um, emotional or like it feels like a, they're talking to a real person. I think that there is, um, that's a little scary area for someone to start developing for. And I feel strongly that that really needs to be looked at and from an ethical viewpoint. I've shared that with other people in the developer realm and they feel differently about it. They see benefits. They quote um, different things that have happened in the world where these chatbots chat bots have actually been a benefit to people. Um, for, for example, um, people with PTSD syndrome um, really has been helpful for them. And I see that. I get that. And I can see where that would be a benefit. But for every child everywhere who can have access to this type of um, access to this type of information, I think we need to tread lightly and we need to tread with um, really intentionally about how this is going to be used when interfacing with children. Um, and specifically, in my mind, how it can be used for educational purposes that benefit our students in a way that's not just, hey, what's the weather, but hey, how does this support the learning? And um, I'm thinking that that's a possibility. I still believe that's fully a possibility. But I think that there's a lot of things that have to be understood and talked about before that can move forward. I'm thankful for many people in the arena, the developers that are third party, that are working hard in that area. Um, I look daily at the things that um, ask my class is putting out and how they are constantly um, setting up 
ways to make sure you feel confident with the student privacy issue. Talked with a developer this weekend and how he really has a vision, not because he wants to make money off this, but because he wants to help people. And so he would love to be able to create something that allows students to really uh, grow and learn and, and for teachers to know what they're learning based on using these devices. So I share with you this in terms of, are we doing what's best for education in voice? Or do we even care at this point? Am I barking up a tree that feels like I'm alone? Or what is the advantages forward? Um, I know that um, Alexa actually created in London and several other places, a or in England and several other places, and a little thing where it's a competition to create an ed tech user interface with Alexa. It's interesting to me that that's in foreign countries because I'm guessing the laws are, are easier for them to do that there. So I hear that there's a hope, um, but I'm still wondering where are we today and how do we move forward? And how do I move forward in helping educators beyond just here's how you do it and keep things safe. I want to do it robustly, and I also want to do it rigorously to help others. And this is Julie Daniel Davis signing off.